Welcome back to Draft Vice. We're here again, back with our buddy, Cheers. Apparently his name is Cheers. Uh, no, Anthony Quinn. And to the left of me, our boy, Shane McMurdo. What's, How's it going, Shane? What's good? Um, so uh, you saw our episode yesterday about uh, McCagnon's firing, but there's been a lot of news the last uh, week, so we thought we'd break it down, bring on our, uh, our buddy Shane and... Uh, right off the bat, we have the fifth-year options that uh, came out. Some teams picked up some players. So if you don't know, if you're a player picked in the first round, uh, you get a four-year contract, but you also get a fifth-year option that the team <coughs> has to activate the year before your final year of your four-year contract. So usually this is a good idea to see how uh, how teams feel about certain players. Uh, you know, some of the ones that have been picked up were Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, kind of obvious guys. Everybody here's everybody in this is in the the 2016 NFL draft. Uh, some obvious ones were Goff, Wentz, Bosa, uh, Ramsey of the Jags. Uh, some ones that I thought that weren't picked up that were interesting though is you know you're a Titans fan. I saw the Titans did not pick up Jack Conklin's uh, fifth year option. How do you feel about that one? I mean, it makes sense because I mean, he was a his first year he was an All Pro, and then the second year he tears his ACL, and his third year he struggled really bad because of the scheme change. Mm-hmm. Right when we went from the the more power running to the the different shifts, like the zone blocking, it was a difficult for him, and he got hurt again. They gave him a lot of help uh, in pass blocking uh, under uh, uh, Malarkey's scheme. Right. Yeah. The exotic Smash Mouth. It's a lot, like you said, a lot more power running, a lot more play action. Uh, so, and he, and he wasn't, uh, even coming out, he wasn't considered a great pass blocker as much as a good run blocker. Right, which is why they got him. And he, he fulfilled his, his end of the bargain. It's just that his performance has declined since his injury and the change in scheme. So I think they're going to see how he does this year, you know, with a second year under the system and time to heal from the injury. But it's uh, it's upsetting because I was a big fan of him when we got him, and to see him decline like that, obviously I don't want to see, and I, I like the guy, but I'm not surprised by it. All right. Uh, yeah, some other uh, names that were picked up was uh, Ronnie Stanley of Baltimore, another offensive tackle in the same draft, DeForest Buckner of the San Francisco 49ers, uh, Leonard Floyd of the Bears, uh, outside linebacker, Hargraves of the Bucks. That was actually one I thought was more surprising because he hasn't played very well over the past few years, kind of undersized corner. Uh, but I think they're hoping that he develops this year. And it's kind of hard to tell with uh, cornerbacks. And there's Sheldon Rankings of the, the Saints, Laramie Tunsil in Miami. I thought that was a guy who was a guaranteed pickup, uh, left tackle. And he was a guy who fell in that draft because they had that smoke mask thing, like where he was smoking. Uh, he had the, the mask bong. That was so stupid. <laughs> yeah. That, I don't really like guys that use mask bongs. I want you to use a real bong, okay? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Detroit picked up Taylor Decker. Uh, this is this is a guy who actually very much compares to Conklin. Had a got injured, played well his first year. Played uh, got injured, hasn't played up to par since he came back. But it appears like Detroit really likes him and thinks that he's going to be still solid and sticks with their scheme. Uh, one of the things to keep in mind here is the fifth year options are guaranteed for injury only. So if they you make it through this year and you don't want to keep them on the fifth year option, you could still cut them next year because this is all for twenty twenty. Uh, 
Another guy who uh, was picked up was Ryan Kelly of the Colts, Will Fuller, a receiver on the Texans, William Jackson III, who we talked about on the, the Bengals sure. draft. Who's I, a corner. I, I just want to ask you about Carson Wentz, right? Yeah. You mentioned him, right? Yeah. So, so now if he gets hurt this year, are they going to admit that he's a pussy? Or I mean, I don't know. Well, they're going to be on hook for his contract, actually. So they'll be on hook for about $20 million. They, they got rid of their Super Bowl MVP, and they went with this guy. And now if he gets hurt again, like, well, what? This what's he got a horseshoe up his ass? <laughs> Like I said, I they won't be able. To, know, right? They won't know. be able to cut him without having a, a twenty million dollar cap hit, which was actually the same issue why they why the Jags kept Blake Bortles last year, is they couldn't cut him because he had a giant cap hit I due mean, to his I, I know he's option. a ginger, you know. Well, Joe, you're a ginger, injured. but I like you for more than just being a ginger pal, you know. Are, are you? Do you just like certain players because they wear Hawaiian shirts and have weird scruffy beards with like slight grays in them? Um. Kenny Clark of the Packers was the last one that was picked up. The guys who weren't picked up, we already talked about Conklin, Eli Apple, who was traded from the Giants to the Saints, usually guys who were traded on on their first... Eli uh, Apple's a good player. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. He played well. He played good with the Saints last year, right? He's probably a league average corner. And like I said, if one of the... Didn't they say he played good last year with the Saints? He played better than he did with the Giants. Yeah. And he didn't play that bad his first year with the Giants, which is why I thought, like, everything that's gone on with him, a lot of it is mental. Uh, Landon Collins, a former some Giant. Just can't take being in New York, man. Being in New York is too much pressure for some people, man. You go somewhere like New Orleans, you know, down south, they, they float a little... You know, it's a different latitude, right? Well, you're also now on a winning team, a team that's made it to the playoffs repeatedly. They better fucking win. So, you know, now you have this guy who you, uh, who, who uh, is a solid player. Like, in his first year, maybe he's going to play better. He could develop. Uh, and, again, he's going on the opposite side of Marshawn Lattimore. That defense has shown that they can play pretty well. Uh, they has a couple of solid safeties like in a Mark draft a couple Lattimore. years ago. I mean, what's not the like? And again, you're playing with that offense with Drew Brees, a solid offensive line. Uh, I, you could see him developing in that locker room. Carl Joseph of the Oakland Raiders, his fifth-year option wasn't picked up. That wasn't surprising. It didn't seem like the staff liked him there. They also drafted a, a safety in the first round this year. Uh, Shaq Lawson on the Bills, his wasn't picked up. Darren Lee, who was just traded from the Jets to Kansas City, his fifth-year option wasn't picked up. Uh, Laquan Treadwell, he hasn't really developed as a receiver. He has less than a thousand yards receiving total, like combined. of all three years. Yeah. yeah, he's not been. He is not. I mean, it, it gives you some real questions about receivers who aren't at, who don't test very athletic, who show they can't really separate. Uh, he had like good hands coming out, but again, if you're not a solid route runner, if you don't know how to separate, if you're not built to to play in the NFL. That it's not worth the risk, and I think that's why you saw a lot of receivers this year that were not as athletic, not going very high, like the Kelvin Harmons uh, in the draft. Uh, Artie Burns of the Steelers, his wasn't picked up, although they're switching to a system that kind of fits him, this press man scheme system, which fits more what he does, so they might regret that a year from now, because it's not like he's been super injured the whole time since he's been on the Steelers. Uh, Josh Garnett of San Francisco, that was a different regime. Uh, Robert Camdici of the Cardinals was a D-tackle, really hasn't developed. Uh, big dude, but really, again, he hasn't. Like, he, they were hoping he'd replace Calais Campbell in his role. He's going to need some extra hands, right? Like, 
No? On defense? Well, they uh, they probably do. And honestly, I thought the Artie Burns, but Artie Burns hasn't played well. They are switching schemes, and the old scheme didn't fit him, and now it seems like the new scheme probably will. So what you'll probably see here is this is this kind of reminds me of what happened with Kendall Fuller when he not Ken, uh Kyle Fuller on the uh, Chicago? the Chicago Bears, yeah, yeah, where they didn't pick up his fifth year option and then they hit him with the transition tag the following year, and they ended up they ended up matching the contract that he got on the uh, on the open market because he's supposed to go to Washington. Uh, it was the Packers actually that that uh, that gave him the contract and then the Bears matched the contract. Okay, then um. I know so, this dude who's like the biggest bear fan that ever walked. We gotta have him on the show sometimes. Kind of a pain in the ass though. That does sound like Bears fans. Is she Cagle Beers? Um, I like the Bears though. Yeah, Josh Garnett, uh, guard out of San Francisco. He really hasn't turned into a really big player. Kem Dicci, I said he's supposed to kind of replace the the player that Calais Campbell was. Kind of hard to replace Calais Campbell, who I think is uh, just a ridiculous uh, player, just athletic freak and a great pass rusher. Uh, Vernon Butler, the Panthers, D tackle. This was a Gettleman pick actually when he was down in uh, in Carolina, and just doesn't seem like it's ever he's ever turned into what they were really hoping he would be. Although I could see if he doesn't stay in Carolina, that he's going to end up in New York eventually, or in uh, or in uh, Buffalo with the Bills with Brendan Bean and Sean McDermott. And the last con- uh, contract that wasn't picked up was Jermaine Fetty of the Seahawks. Uh, guard really hasn't played well at all. Had Tom Cable as his O line coach, which I don't think anybody's developed under Tom Cable in the history of ever. Just kind of an overrated O line coach. So I mean, are there any guys there that you guys thought were? I mean, I know you mentioned Gaw. Uh, you mentioned Wentz. You probably also feel like Golf should have had Hayes picked up. You probably think they should have uh, no, all stuck with Nick Foles. I think Golf is good. Yeah, go. He was a chump in the Super Bowl last year, but I mean, he's played good. He deserves to have his shit picked up. Absolutely. Carson, you know, listen, Carson Wentz, he's a tough guy. I like watching him play. I like football, man. How could you like football and not like a guy like Carson Wentz? But you know what, man? You got to stay on the fucking field, dude. You know, I mean, how many excuses can they make for you, dude? That's what I'm talking. I'm not trying to be mean. I hope the dude. I hope he gets laid a lot. You know, I hope he. he I hope he does well. I hope his family does well. But are you going to stay on the fucking field and be able to play, man? That's it. That's the question. Uh, any uh, comments on you as far as any of the players that did or didn't get picked up? So Hargraves is the most surprising for me that did get picked up because he hasn't played well. No, especially yeah, yeah. for the hype. I think. One that's a team that's really thin at secondary anyway. Yeah, and they and they've made a lot of secondary picks both right. this year's draft and last year's draft. They have Todd Bowles coming Th- in. That's why I think they picked him up. Was to see, see if he develops. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say if you have Todd Bowles, I would I would trust him to develop people. Right. As far as that corner, yes. at least not not, not a quarterback. Clearly. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about defense. Yes, I'm yes, about defense. defense. He's yes. a defensive guy. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was just uh, I was just making sure. Um. Yeah. So he's. Uh, he's good at uh, he's good at developing defensive backs. Was originally a defensive backs coach, then became a D coordinator. Uh, and I think they're trying to see give him one last shot because I think they don't want to get stuck in the situation. Plus, Hargraves hasn't really been that injury prone. So you, if he doesn't turn out well after this year, you can cut him and not worry as much about that fifth year option uh, injury risk guarantee. So there is that and. I, everybody else, I felt like was pretty solid. Uh, I was again. I was more shocked that they didn't keep Conklin. I know you, you know you said he had an injury question mark. Um, that and scheme fit and scheme fit. Yeah. So yeah, 
Uh, Carl Joseph as well because he's not a bad safety. I just don't think Gruden's a very that much... was oh that was so open that they did not like him and that they yeah. did not want to keep him and they drafted uh, Jonathan Abrams this year who would probably fill what Carl Joseph did in o- Oakland. But he's he's not a bad safety though. No, he's a he's a box safety. He'll probably uh, end up going to another similar scheme. That what he was coming from, I don't think he fits Gunther's scheme either. No. And I, I think he'll end up going to a place like uh, the Atlanta Falcons or uh, maybe uh, Jacksonville, where they they like having those close box safeties that kind of almost play like an extra linebacker kind of deal. Shaq Lawson, I think, was just a Massive disappointment. Sal in the rump has never been a really good pass rusher, and it didn't matter what scheme he was in. He just never really played very well. Uh, Darren Lee, uh, the Jets didn't pick up his fifth-year option. They ended up trading him to Kansas City then. So it's not like KC didn't. He, he actually he, – he was like probably like the – he was a fringe starter because you play three linebackers. He was probably – he was – he was probably a, an average starting linebacker, but you could see the development coming from him. I was going to say, yeah, he looked like he was developing. Not yeah. Was yes. So, and I think that's why some of the Jets fans, we even had one on here on the other episode, they were a little shocked at, you know, the value that they got for Darren Lee was a sixth-round pick. But, you know, I think we'll we'll see what he ends up developing into. He's probably going to end up being a solid, you know, league-average linebacker. With, with the kind of luck that the Jets have, that motherfucker's going to be like five-time All-Pro or some shit. Uh-huh. He might as well be going to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Can't here I come. But Kenny Clark's played well. Goff's played well. Bosa's played well. Yeah. Ramsey's been a shut-down corner. I can't wait to see his contract. DeForest Buckner's been a freak at the position. I actually am a little shocked about Leonard Floyd of the Bears. Uh, really hasn't developed into the pass rusher they wanted him to be, but now you got a lot of guys on that defense, and maybe you're hoping that, you know, at least that buys you time with him. And he hasn't been, like I said, another guy hasn't really been that injury-prone, so he's been fine. Uh, everybody else seemed kind of like where you think they would land. Wolf Fuller's been a little injury-prone. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised by that. But, like... But he's been great when he's on the field. And, yeah, and he's such an over-the-top threat. And Deshaun Watson loves him. And the, it, it, there was like a crazy stat about how many touchdowns Deshaun Watson would throw Will Fuller's on the field. It mm-hmm. was ridiculous. But he, he's been injury-prone. Um, nothing else here that was all that shocking. William Jackson III, I thought that was probably probably one of the best uh, draft uh, drafted players by the Bengals in the last four or five years. So... Um, they're another team, man. The Bengals—they make some weird decisions, man. They, they really do. do, dude. They're like, "Hey, are you a convict? <laughs> are you, are you, are you somebody who has an attitude problem? Why don't you come to the Bengals?" Well, now it seems like that's becoming the Oakland Raiders because they're the ones who picked Avantes Perfect. They're the ones who picked up all these ex uh, ex Bengals. Keep in mind, because the D coordinator over there is Paul Gunter, who is the former yeah, Bengals I, I don't defensive like that coordinator. Guy. I don't like Vontez Perfect. I don't like him. I think he's a disgrace to the game. So, yeah, uh, any other comments as far as the, the fifth-year options go? No, man, not really. Uh, you got Ziggy Ons uh, signing with the Seahawks, which I, I think I, I tweeted and called this out a while ago. Hey, Shane, why don't you just start eating, okay? Uh-huh. All right? My bad, dude. <laughs> I, uh, I think I called – you mentioned this to me. I think it was the same night we were we were doing a mic one night. It was night. a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> And we were talking about Ziggy Ansah signing with the Seahawks. And I called this a while ago because when they, when they traded away Frank Clark, I said, yeah, now for the price that you were going to pay Frank Clark, you could sign Ziggy Ansah and maybe even Mo Wilkerson. You have two pass rushers for the price of one. So uh, it's a good scheme fit for them. Uh, this, this is a team that ends up taking former first-round DNs and turning them into real players. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Not, scheme fit. Not. What team? I'm sorry, what team? Ziggy Ansah to the, the Seattle Seahawks. 
Good. Yeah, and no, they seem I, to do this with D linemen all the time. Yes, yes. I, I, I like what Seattle does with their defense, but they, they, they seem like they um they I mean th- their defense was sick. Their defense was sick for many years, but I like Seattle, man. I like they seem like they have a good thing going on there. Well they did this with Deion Jordan, uh, who actually just got suspended for ten games for PEDs. Uh, they did this with Barkevius Mingo, former uh, first-round pick, who was a total, you know, didn't pan out well anywhere else that he's been, whether it was in Cleveland or the Patriots, but he's played well so, in so Seattle. Talk, let's talk real quick. Let's talk about Peterson. What happened? What What did he take? Did we know? They won't release it, right? No, they he they, they never release it unless the player says something specific. So if the player says, I, you know, they they will not release it because they are, by the CBA, not allowed weed, to. But it wasn't right? It wasn't weed. No, no, this was PEDs. And it, he got an extra two games because it was a blocker. He was covering it up. He was trying to. He was trying to mask it. Yeah. Yeah. So usually you get four games for suspension for PEDs. He got six. He got an additional two for the blocker. This is an interesting one because there was a lot of talk about maybe him being traded. He wanted to change his contract situation in Arizona. He wanted to be paid more. He wanted to be somewhere else. He's a and, prima donna. The guy's a prima donna. Well, yeah. it sounds now it's starting to sound like he he thought he was going to come up positive in a drug test, and he wanted to get out of there before the the news broke. So with Patrick Peterson, you know, now you're not going to have him for the first six games of the season. This is a team that needed that player. I feel like he, you know, he's a shutdown corner. Now, now you're seeing why he's probably he's been an eight time Pro Bowler. He's a every year he's been to the Pro Bowl. But now you, maybe you're seeing why is potentially maybe that uh, the extra stuff he was taking was keeping him up there even in his later years in his late 20s. Now, now, this is what I like to do. I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. I like to say, hey, you know, maybe he just tried something new. I don't want to convict the guy and say his whole career is shit. But to tell you the truth, I never really liked him. I think he's a prima donna. Um, I think he's one of those guys that tries to put on a good face for the media. Um, I think he's okay in the locker room. But I think he's sniffing, you know, my favorite expression, he's sniffing his own farts. <laughs> and that's the thing, man, is he sniffed his farts right into being labeled for the rest of his career now. He can't talk shit anymore. He can't talk shit anymore. And that's like even the comments that he made. I saw the comments he made. He's like, he didn't even really apologize. He said, what he said was, I really never wanted this attached to my career. Hmm. You know? But he didn't. He wasn't really apologizing. Well, like he, he's denied it so far. As for, from what I heard, it had something to do with him being. Di- he mentioned something about being diabetic, and there's been rumors that he was taking something because he was starting to feel sluggish from being diabetic. Um, I don't think any of that's an excuse. <clears throat> I think it's. But then, how do you get the block? How do you get the blocker? How's the blocker then? I don't understand. Yeah, that's because he knows he's doing something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, come on, man! I was a drug counselor, baby. Come on. And addict. <laughs> oh. oh. Um, yeah, so, so, yeah, I think Patrick Peterson, I mean, so far when he's played, he's been solid. Sometimes when you see guys come off these uh, PED suspensions, though, they're not the same because they no longer are using those PEDs. So you might see a drop in him in the next two years where he was, he was the best shutdown corner in the NFL. It was him and Jalen Ramsey, probably no holds bar. Um, I like Jalen Ramsey. I do. I do. He's cocky, but I like his kind of cocky. Yeah. Isn't, he, isn't he your butt buddy? Isn't he on your team? No, he's. A, oh, he, that's right. He, rival. I, I always get those those two those two shitty teams confused. Yo, <laughs> yo, you just been slinging it, man. You just been slinging, yo, bam. We've we've swept the Jaguars the last two years. We beat the Giants last year. Shut them out, actually, on the road. And we beat the Jets. 
And we beat the Browns last time we played cool. them, so I don't know. Who Maybe we should get some fucking allergy medication. <laughs> <laughs> or some Rogaine. Keep in mind, we, we play each other, uh, we'll, we'll play each other week one, so I think we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean to talk shit, but... I, 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 we'll easily find out who's the better team week one. <laughs> um, hey, if you give me some allergy medication, I'll get you some Rogaine. <laughs> Some what? Some rogue. Oh, dude, women like that shit, man. They're always like, I like bald men. I like. All right, like let's a, get to Dak like Prescott. Let's, men, men, get back in your corners. All right, let's talk about. We're done with the Patrick Peterson craze. Let's get to the Dak Prescott contract extension. Thirty million. You think he's worth thirty million dollars? I know Hell you're not. No. Hell fucking no. What has this guy done? He had a plug-and-play team. He had Tony Romo's team. He had some success the first year, but since then he hasn't done a fucking thing. What do you think about uh, Dak Prescott? He gets hated on a lot, but he's not a $30 million quarterback. He's got a good offensive line. He's got, top, he's got a gut. He's got a top five running back. He's, and his play went up when he had Amari Cooper. And I think that's the thing. I think, anybody should, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently not Derek Carr. If, if you're a starting NFL quarterback, hell fucking yeah. You're Amari Cooper. Hell yeah, man. Amari, Amari Cooper. Anyway, um, yeah, so... He's a backup. Dak Prescott's a backup. You think he's a backup? Uh, I don't know he's about that. I, I think he's the guy... I think he's a quarterback that... It, first off, I think he's like quarterback hell. I think he is... He is like in the maybe slightly below Andy Dalton range of quarterback. I think he's a starter in the league. I think he's a top 30 quarterback in the NFL. I think he's... I don't know who... I, I would probably take... Okay, I'll say he's 30. He's 30. There you go. Like, I think he's in the 20s. Like, I'm saying that. I think he's somewhere between 29 and, and 20. I would take I, I would take him over, like, Lamar Jackson. See, I like the scheme. With, like, you can scheme Lamar around Lamar Jackson, Jackson. though. Lamar Jackson is so athletic, dude. There's so much to do with him. You know what I'm saying? He looks like he can grow and do so much if he just learns how to throw I'm the fucking saying, ball. If I'm starting a team today, I'm taking him over... I'm taking him over Lamar Jackson. I'm taking him over Joe Flacco. I'm taking him over. Oh, yeah, I agree over Joe Flacco. I might even yes. take him over Nick Foles. I'm just saying. I, I kind of agree with that. I, I Well, it depends no on way. how much I'm paying. No Not only, I, I actually, I don't mind because Nick Foles' contract wasn't that bad. Not only that, but the thing is. And nobody like, was paying him more than that. So. Nick Foles is only good, like, in the playoffs, it seems like. That, only, huh? Only? Yeah, but <laughs> he's not the one that gets him there. Wentz gets him there, and then they put yeah, him okay. in. So here's my question: Would you take Dak Prescott for twenty million a year? Like, if you know you can get him and he's the eighteenth or twentieth, um, no, you no. wouldn't take him as the twentieth no. paid quarterback if you know you're getting the twentieth no. quarterback. No. It, it depends though. Like, wh- who else are you gonna get though? Like, you can't. Are you gonna draft somebody and that's that kind of what you're gonna. Hell yeah, you're why gonna, not? I'm telling you, Dak Prescott doesn't have it up here, man. He's a choker. He's a fucking choker. Or you trade for a guy, you sign someone in free agency. Would you rather have Ryan Tannehill or Dak Prescott? What has he done? Has he made Dak. any Pro Bowls? Has he done anything? He made it to the playoffs. Pretty sure he Twice. made it to the Pro Bowl, too. He, Dak Prescott? He didn't make it to no fucking Pro Bowl. I know he's made it to the playoffs. So Twice. Yeah. Yeah, but the first year didn't count. That was Tony Romo's team. That didn't count. It was a pretty solid O-line, a solid running back, and uh, he did play well that year. And, in fact, uh, yeah, he had a lot like of time. Elliot? You think you like Elliot? You like him? Do I like him? Or do, do what like do you mean, do I like him? Do, do I you think, like him? Do you think he's a good player? That's not the same I think he's thing, the best though. running back in the NFL. I think he's definitely a top three running back in the NFL. So, yes, I said, do you think he's a good, do you think he's a good player? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Right. 
<coughs> what do you think about him? I think he's more important than fucking Prescott on that team. For sure. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. I think he's a good player. It's just the thing with him is um, I'm still wondering if he can keep it up. I'm still wondering. This whole thing I don't like. I don't like his fucking attitude. But you, I don't like this. I don't like that. Why? Because like he doesn't get back? Shut your fucking mouth and get back in the huddle. That's what I think. I, you, he hasn't accomplished enough. He hasn't accomplished enough I, to be doing this shit. He's been the leading he's, rusher twice. He's the no, best he got, player he on that one offense. Year. One year he got it. Twice. He, he, he's the best player on that Pretty offense. Pretty sure he did it twice. No, he got it and even not, even even if he's only done it once, he's still only been in the league three years. That's impressive. And it was, he was a rookie when he did it. But I, I don't know if he can keep it up. And he, he still produced when that O-line's been having issues. Too. Right. That O-line's had injuries over the years, and he's still been solid. And when he, him and uh, the left tackle were out, dude, forget it. The second you take away uh, Tyron uh, Smith, the second you take away Zeke Elliott, Dak Prescott isn't anything without those two guys. And we saw it because he got beat the hell up. He's also getting yeah, better. The, at the year that he did good was the year that – that Elliott won the rushing title. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree with that. If Elliott wins a rushing title again, yeah, maybe Chubby will do okay. But other than that, he's a backup. He's also getting better in, in uh, pass catching. Elliott is. He's becoming oh, much, yeah. Yeah, he's become much more of a he, he's, not Z, he's not Barkley in that regard. Look, he, he, I, think, I like him better than Barkley as a runner. Right I think now, he's versatile. Dude. I think he's better than Barkley right now. Give it a year or two, depending – Depending on what happens with that team. You're right. Two times rushing yards leader. I apologize. Yep, you're right. But at the same time, I still think Saquon Barkley has the potential to be a better running back. It's just that I don't think the Giants have the potential to make him that because Mm -hmm. they fucking – Well, maybe they'll trade for Ryan Tannehill or sign him next year. He won last year? He won last year's running title? Yeah. Because I think the year before he had he had the suspension. It was also uh, Todd Gurley was the one that won that year. Yeah, who was a freak. That was was, uh, an elite year from him. And a good comeback year as well. Um, we talked about Darren Lee to Kansas City. Jamie Collins is back in New England, man. Jamie Collins, uh, former Cleveland Brown, former New England Patriot, back in New England. And I think it's just this guy shows how important is that scheme. And uh, like when he was in New England, they used him as a middle linebacker, inside guy, blitz through the A gap. Uh, Cleveland, a lot of the times, try to use him as an edge rusher. He didn't really fit that very well. Decent in zone, not great in man. Um, another guy who got picked up was Nate Orchard, former second-round pick in Miami. Now he's in Miami as a DN. That's a team that's just trying to pick up players to fit on their team to fill out roles. JPP had his car crash, won't likely play this season, fractures his vertebrae. What an idiot. What an <laughs> idiot. You know what I'm saying? First he blows his fucking fingers off, right? Now he can't fucking drive. You know, just fuck, just dude, jump off a fucking bridge and kill yourself. Drown Jesus. yourself or something. Slip in the bathtub and die already. No, I'm just kidding. But I don't know what's up with him, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm glad he's not on the Giants anymore. We don't need him and his fucking seven fingers. Well, to be fair, he did lead the Bucks in uh, sacks last year, and he he would have beat the best uh, Giants pass rusher by a, a mile. So, I don't know, man. And he also broke the franchise record for the Bucks for uh, yeah. sacks. No, so actually, I heard first that he wasn't that hurt and he was going to be okay. That's the first thing I heard. He So, he's not going into surgery. 
He's going to be out at least six months. So for right now, they made the decision not to do surgery. He's not going to be back anytime soon. He's not going to be. He's might not play the season. He, you know, his career really is at risk at this point. I think right now they're playing wait and see with it. So if he heals naturally without doing surgery, he'll be back within six or seven months. Okay. So what is the actual injury that he got? What is it? It is a fractured vertebrae. Oh, okay. All right. So your neck. Which is very important to people, I've heard. And what happened with the accident, do you know? Uh, it was a car crash. and uh, Just him, though, a single car crash. Right? Yeah, no, it wasn't like he, uh, he didn't get sideswiped. Um, I think it was a... I think, what was it, he was going too fast on the freeway? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what that actually, what, why he got into the car crash. Why did you? It was someone fired a bottle rocket at him or something. <laughs> no, he wasn't playing with your mom. I'm talking about my dead mother, man. What the fuck? Jesus. I think she lied to you. She keeps calling me. You think she's hiding? <laughs> she's hiding in Detroit like that joke you got. Why is Nate Orchard news? This is what I don't understand. He's on his fifth team in four years. He was on a practice squad last year. <laughs> he was on the no, he was on the Browns for the most of his uh for most of his uh career then, and then, then last he, year he got cut. Then he, no, but then he went to the Chiefs. Then he went to the the Bills. How many teams was he on the last year? Yeah. The best news he got, he was like, "You mean I'm cut from the Browns?" Yeah, he went, Thank God. <laughs> he went right before they became a good team. <laughs> he went from the Browns. Know, Did they make the playoffs? When was the last time the Giants made the playoffs? Did they make the playoffs though? I think they were one game out last year. How far out were the Giants? How far out were the Giants? One game out. How far out were the Giants? You better fucking hope that the Browns have a good year this year or me and Shane are going to fucking do something. I don't know. For all the smack you've been talking today, man, I don't know. I'd relax. I drank too much coffee. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Did you take one of those caffeine shots from, like, 7-Eleven? <laughs> That's what it is. He's, he, he actually stuck a bunch of crack in his coffee today. Cause, oh. Um. Yeah. Why Nate Orchard? Because that, that's this is time of year. It's, that's what's news. Yeah. This time of year, pretty much. It's gotta be because he. Yeah, he was literally on the Seahawks practice squad last year, and that was the last I heard of him. Yeah, and if you can't make it with the Seahawks, like we said before, like Ziggy Ansah, uh, then you're probably not going anywhere. But he's on Miami now. Miami picked him up. Yeah, Miami signed him. Uh, probably to fill <laughs> out their their D line depth because they don't really have much. Uh. Well, you said they're tanking anyway, right? So they're in a rebuild. Yeah. So maybe that's part of their plan. Take him because they're tanking, right? Well, and you see, maybe he develops into a real player, and then at least then you have a player. And worst case scenario, you took a flyer on a guy who probably didn't cost you anything, won't count against your uh, your compensatory pick formula. Um, see, I still don't agree with that, man. I still I still try to put the best team on the field. I don't care, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't agree with the whole tanking for the pick thing. I'm sorry, I, and I never ever will. I never will. Not in football. There's just too many players. Yeah. Well, there's a difference between tanking and a rebuild. Like, you're still... You like, can like be, Kurt like... Warner was working in a supermarket, dude. He was in a supermarket. Working, like, the dude. You can I still see. be strategic in your rebuild without necessarily tanking. But you can have, like, a three-year plan. You can have the hope yeah. that, hey, down the line, Bojo we're going to turn this into a... says tanking until I start bitching about it, and then it's a strategic move. <laughs> What, it's a strategic move to pick up players and play new guys and young guys? No, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, sir. Sounds like they drafted a quarterback out of Duke. Yeah. 
That sounds like you're really trying to tank. That's like some next level tanking. You motherfuckers both better hope that DJ doesn't fucking do good. Now you have right? nicknames for him, really? I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think there's much hope involved in there. DJ's can... my, my jigger, man. Come on, baby. Is that is that what you call him when he like cuddles you at night? Be like, I they're all hating me. DJ, man, come on, baby, don't worry about it. Don't sweat it, man. Just hang with Eli, you'll be good. All right. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't have any other news to report. Do you got anything else? Mm, no, we talked about the JPP thing. We talked about the Peterson thing. We spent a whole episode going over the coach, uh, uh, the GM search for uh, the Jets and uh, McCagnan's firing. Unless you wanted to contribute anything on that, I know you said you didn't really have much of an opinion on it. What's up with your team? Nothing. Huh? Nothing. They're just like we signed all our rookies. Um, yeah, that's it. I don't even know who's going to start between Mariota and Tannehill at this. Is point. it really? Is it a? Is it a battle? I mean, it's most likely going to be Mariota. Got to be Mariota, man. Yeah. But you know, he's their boy. We'll see. Isn't he their boy? He well, he knows he's your boy. Yeah, he's definitely my boy. Yeah, but, but isn't he their boy? I mean, the owner loves him. Isn't Tannehill a disappointment at this point? Yeah, but so is Mariota, arguably. Uh, but not as much though. Uh, I don't know. It seems to me like Tannehill's more of a pussy than Mariota. I mean, Mariota gets a lot of respect more than other people, but I mean, objectively, you got to look at it. Dude's a number two overall pick, former Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. And the Tannehill didn't win the Heisman, did he? No. No. He won the like uh, Lucky Garage Award. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The only other news I have is Michael Floyd signed with uh, the Baltimore Ravens, so. I mean, clearly they're going Oof. after wide receivers who are on their, like, fourth team. Wait, Floyd from the Cardinals and he Vikings? He used to be the Cardinals and on the Vikings. Patriots for a little bit. Yeah, this guy's. Uh, and he was on the Redskins, too, man. This guy's, is, he, is he a fullback? No, what is he? Wide receiver. Oh, wide receiver Floyd. The yeah. dude that had, like, was on house arrest because he had an alcohol problem. He D- said, yeah, he got a DUI in Arizona. It's, like, one of the worst states to get a DUI. Said it was, like, kombucha or some shit? Yep. <laughs> No, it was it was Kampucha. <laughs> what? That's the name of her fuck. That's the name of the woman. <laughs> that's what Quinn's gonna name his fourth baby. Anyway, uh, I think that's all we needed for this episode. So, uh, Shane, you got anything to plug? Uh, nah, man. Instagram. You don't want to tag your Instagram? Yeah, oh yeah, the T H E E underscore Shane underscore M C M. And then that, that's all I have. I got rid of Twitter and Facebook. And what about you? Sweetheart. You're still on Facebook, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, but I don't use it. I do. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, I jerk off to your Facebook yeah. all the time. Man. You fucking say, crazy? I was about to say I do a uh, paid subscription on Patreon every Wednesday. I just beat off like with my limp dick. I don't even get an erection. <laughs> it's crazy the amount of dudes that are fucking throwing money. See, at say me. when you're young, man, they'll look at your limp dick. They don't even care. You know what I'm saying? What's your Instagram, bitch? The Underscore Anthony Quinn. It's pretty much my second Instagram because I'm always fucking teaching them how to do shit. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You follow the the. That's what friends are for. You can follow the podcast at Draft Vice on Twitter. Keep spanking the table. Light bear. Light bear. Like, follow, subscribe. If you're on iTunes or Spotify. Go ahead and uh, like it, subscribe it, leave a review, uh, rate it, 
And uh, hopefully rate it, five, rate it five stars. So that way Anthony Quinn can afford to buy his kid a new binky. Dude, I am so poor. Absolutely. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter at Brojo Death Punch. B-R-O-J-O. Death is in the end of life. And punch, like, you know, what I'm going to do to Quinn when this gets over with. I still am on Facebook. Just regular Anthony Quinn, okay? Yeah, so you could... Anthony Quinn. That way you could cyber-sock him. If you got a sister that's DTF, let me know. Apparently that's my thing. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) Anyway, have a good night. Peace. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. I'm about to pass. I'm about to pee.